Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hey, hey, sister friend. Welcome back to episode 38 of The Garden of Favor. Y'all, I am super excited about this. If you're part of our Facebook community, the Garden of Favor Bloom Society, then you've heard a little bit about this because I went live about it and shared, but I thought, oh, I need to share this with my podcast friends. Hopefully we're friends on both places because you will get a little bit different and a little bit more in the Facebook group. But all that to say, you guys, I was in a coaching session yesterday with a client and everything that her heart and her soul and her spirit were screaming out to me for was permission to rest. And we talked through it and we really worked through, okay, you know, what are you struggling with? Why can't you? Why do you feel like you have to keep doing more and that you're not you're not doing enough already? And if you would hear this this amazing woman, if you would hear what she's doing and what's on her plate and all the things that she's handling, you would think, goodness gracious, that's more than than most. And so why why do you feel the need to do more? And, you know, I am, am currently in a certification, uh, a second certification program for coaching. And it's all around our, uh, it's about our neurologically, like how are we wired in our brain? So it's, you know, that's one thing to coach from a an emotional level, but it's another thing to really get to the root of the actual problem and really the belief, the lie that you're believing that is holding you back from, you know, being who God's created to be. So I, in my call with her yesterday, heard a lot of things she was saying are very similar to one, things that I used to say and still have to fight and recognize in myself, right? But it's something extremely common with pretty much all of my clients. And there's this, um, I need to, I have to, I must, I should, I I, I, I can't, I, I, all these things, like these very definite, these beliefs, like, well, I need to, for, you know, someone on an online business, right? Like, well, I need to go live three times a week. Well, who said, who said you need to go live three times a week? Is it you? Is it the experts? Is it, you know, your boss? I don't know. And, and so it's really important to get down to the root of who, who said you need or you should or you must or you can't or you always or you never. Because usually when we use those, and a lot of times what, what we can dig to, there's a belief around that. There is some sort of a feeling and there's some sort of a belief around, well, why would you, why can't you? And so, for example, this is something I hear a lot from people. I made a post on Facebook um, sometime, I don't know, last week or so, and it was about resting. And I got a lot of messages in my inbox saying, well, how do you rest? I need this. Oh my goodness, I'm so burnt out. And, you know, the well, my question is, why can't you? 
You know, if you're if your body is telling you you're tired, you're mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, relationally, you're tired and you need a break, you need a rest, you need a reset, right? Everything we can unplug it and be reset. And it's just like our technology, right? But why don't we do that with ourselves? So then my question to you is if you are saying that and your body is telling you that, everything in you is saying, I need a break, I need a break, I need a break, I need to take a take a break, I need to rest. And you're not doing it, then my question to you is why not? Why are you not resting? Perhaps you got a little FOMO. You know, perhaps it's the FOMO. It's the fear of missing out. Or perhaps it, you, you believe the lie that you have to work for worthiness and to be enough. Maybe it's from your, you know, from your husband or your business or your whatever or yourself, or maybe it's God. You think you have to work harder. Listen, let me just be real honest with you that when people used to say the word rest, I would think, oh gosh, I don't have time to do that. I have big goals. I have big dreams. I have to do more, right? Because rest is lazy. I hate to even admit this, but I'm just going to be honest because I've, I've shared this one-on-one -on -one with people is I, I have a really hard time watching movies with my kids. Um, one, because I, I never really loved, I was never a huge TV person growing up, but I also know that I grew up with the, the mentality that, you know, people who lay around and watch TV are lazy, that they're not, they are not doing enough. And perhaps maybe really the people who are laying around and watching a movie or watching a episode on, you know, whatever, a series on Netflix, maybe they're, they're resting and that's their form of rest. Now, I know the statistics about how much people watch TV because I, I, I know. And, and I do believe that most Americans watch way too much television and, and mindless things. However, you know, there is the scripture that says the way we judge others, we will judge ourselves. And what I recognize is the way I was judging other people by resting was the way that I was judging myself. And I was in this turmoil and this conflict that I can't rest because rest is lazy. And if I rest, that means that I won't reap the benefits. And that means if I rest, you know, we know what we do now, we're going to see the fruits from in two months from now or three months from now, because we're told that by the experts. And while that might be true, really literally when we think, okay, you plant the seed, it doesn't sprout right away with the water and it keeps going. Yes. But like, don't, do you believe in the supernatural? Do you believe that if God is saying, Hey, baby girl, I need you to rest or not need, but I want you to rest that you can actually rest and be more successful than you could than not resting and continuing to hustle. I believe the lie that rest was lazy, but let me tell you that rest is not lazy. Rest is biblical. There are so many scriptures that talks about rest. Jesus rested. We read about, you know, all kinds of things about resting. Like, I mean, let me just... Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. And 29 says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. You guys, I just did a podcast on being soul tired. And so many people messaged me about that and said, I'm, I'm soul tired. So my question to you is then, how can you rest? Because God says, come to me. I believe with all my heart that this is a season that God is saying, do you trust me? Do you really trust that I am who I say I am? That I am a restorer? I am your provider? 
I am a redeemer, that I can do more than you could ever ask or imagine, that the same God in the Bible that we read about who parts the seas, who turns water into wine, who, who does all of these, and Jesus does all of these miracles, healing the sick, raising the dead, do, do we believe that that is the same God we serve? And how silly of us to think that we have to do it all in our own might. No, God wants to co-labor with us. Now, that doesn't mean we can be lazy and sit back and rub a genie lamp and say, God, give me my six, seven, whatever figure business. Like, make me successful. No, God wants to co-labor with us. There, We do have to show up. But success, like I said, it, I always say it, success is on the other side of obedience. And let me tell you, this, this episode is not for everybody. Can I be clear on that? There are some of you that this is your season to run. However, I think corporately as a body, what I'm hearing from so many people is this is a season that God is saying, hey, I need you to slow down. I need you to drown out the noise. I need you to exhale. I need you to get quiet enough to be able to hear me. I need you to stop worrying about all of the things and let me do what only I can do. Or keep running your own race and and hustling for it and grinding for it and feeling, you know, really running off of fumes. You know, I think we believe that if we don't work, we won't get. And I, I know I believe that. And, and what I realized was at the core of why was I working so hard was because I really believed that I wasn't worthy and I wasn't enough. I needed to have a title. I needed to have accolades. I needed to have a certain bank account. I needed to make a certain money, amount of money. I needed to earn something else. I needed a, I needed to feel important to other people in order to be validated and worthy and enough. And can I speak to your heart if that resonates with you at all? There is absolutely nothing that you can do today or tomorrow or in the next two weeks or a year or whatever that is going to make God love you more. He already loves you more than you have ever experienced love. He already sent his son. Before you were born, he sent his son to die on the cross for your sins. I mean, if that's not love, I I don't know what love is. But why are we working for more worthiness and more validation of being enough? I've shared with you guys a lot that, you know, that I am enough, that quote. I think there's two sides to that. One, you are enough just as you are. God loves you just as you are. You cannot earn any more love from him. There's nothing you can do. Yes, you are enough in that, in that sense. Absolutely. On the flip side of that coin, well, no, you're not enough to do anything on your own. Two, to the best of your ability, like, like to your ability is only one, but one way, right? But to take it to that next level, the holy other level, a holy nother level, it's like I had a pastor you say that. We're going to go to a holy nother level. That's co-partnering, co-laboring with God. So yeah, you're enough just as you are in the love in the love area, right? He's never going to love you more than that. But you can't do it on your own. That's why Jesus came. You can't, you're not supposed to do it on your own. I mean, you can, but it's probably why you and I get stressed out. Because we do it in our own might, our own strength, and we don't let God do it. So listen, I don't, I can't tell you what rest is for you, but I know that in a season of my life, God was whispering rest. I was like, okay. 
and I've shared this story before that, you know, I had a coach say, well, what would it, what would it look like if you rested for the rest of the year, like for the rest of the year? And I, I laughed, I literally laughed out loud. And I was like, well, you don't even understand. Like, I mean, I, I, I work in this family. I'm the, my husband, we retired him. He, he's not working right now. He's taking care of our kids. And I would, I'm, we have three businesses. Like, how could I ever take a rest? And she didn't push me. She didn't, you know, she didn't define rest for me. She just was asking a question. And so I'm asking you a question today. What if you rested from here until the end of the year? It's two weeks. I already have it mapped out because I know. (laughs) Because God was very, he gave me so much freedom yesterday to say, yeah, you too. As I was coaching a client and and we really got to the, she's going to delete her apps this weekend and she is going to embrace her family and she is going to experience Jomo, the joy of missing out. Can you imagine if Eve knew what Jomo was back when the enemy, the Satan, well, you know, he was whispering in her ear, you can have more. You can have more. You can not only know good, you can know good and evil. And God's trying to keep something from you. Can you imagine if she knew what Jomo was back then? The joy of missing out. Yo, we would not be in this state today. (laughs) We would not be seeing what we're seeing outside. We would not be hearing and reading and witnessing the things that we're seeing in this world today that are just absolutely heartbreaking and literally have made me question everything. Maybe God's tugging on your heart saying, yeah, you too, baby girl, I need you to rest in me because I need to reset you and I need to restore you and I need to renew you for what I have coming. Listen, rest is a, there's several definitions of it, but it is freedom from activity or labor. It's a place for resting or lodging. And I love this definition is peace of mind or spirit, a brief pause. I mean, come on. Now, here's another definition of rest that I really loved. It's the part that is left over after something has been removed. The remainder. What is left over of you at the end of the day? Is your tank full or is it really empty? Are you running on fumes or is your cup overflowing? Like God says, your cup will overflow. Not saying that we don't get tired and that doing God's work doesn't take a lot of energy and effort and heart and determination. Yes, it does. Jesus went to the mountain after he would have days of miracles and doing all the things. He would leave and go and spend time with God. Rest is not lazy, sister. Rest is biblical. And I remember in that season that God kept whispering rest, I would take a break and then I'd, you know, I'd take a day off and I'm like, oh, I thought I was the greatest person ever because I sacrificed a few hours, you know, put my phone away and hid it in a, in a box, you know, and I'm like, oh goodness. Like God's like, no, no, I need you to rest more. And then I do it for a weekend. And then I want, I was like, okay, okay, God, I hear you. You're still telling me to rest. I'll do it for a week. And then until I was really sitting with the Lord on a balcony at the beach and I felt the Lord say, I told you, I want you to rest. I give you permission to rest. I don't know who this is for, but God is giving you permission to rest to the end of the year. Listen, 
And I ended up taking a month and a half, almost two months off of social media. While, let me just remind you this, because I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, my family relies on me to, to, to you know, to build, build my business or, you know, we need this money to pay our bills. And I get that. And listen, I'm not defining rest for you. I can't do that. God needs to define rest for you. And you need to sit with him and ask him what that means to him. But what God really, what God told me rest meant was he needed me to shut out all the noise. He needed me to delete the apps. He needed me to get offline. He needed me to stop feeling pressure to post every day and encourage and inspire and motivate and help everybody else that he wanted to help me. That's what he meant in that season. And at that time, I had three different businesses. I had a boutique. I had a t-shirt, a a faith-based t-shirt apparel business, living on a prayer apparel. And I had my coaching business and my network marketing business. So I guess I really had four. That was the start of me not working my network marketing business to the, to that I have not touched it since July of 2019. And let me just tell you, friends, we paid every single one of our bills this month and more, thousands more from that same business this month. I do not share that to brag. I share that on myself. I share that to brag on God. God asked me in 2019, are you willing to trust me, Heather? Do you think I can do more than you can do? Do you think that I want you burnt out, tired, stressed out, working hard, feeling like you're pouring from an empty cup every single day, stressing out and struggling? Do you think that's the destiny I have for my daughter? My answer was no, of course not. You know, if you're a good daddy, no. Well, then let me show you. Friends, I am still reaping the benefits of the obedience that I had in 2019 about a business that I could could be making a million millions of dollars. I see people in my in the company that I've chose to partner with, which I believe is really like the best network marketing to, business to partner with. They're an amazing company. I have nothing against them at all. I have nothing bad to say about them. And I see people making crazy money. So much that a couple weeks ago, once I got this check, I thought, oh my goodness, this is wild. God, are you saying, hey, you know, I asked you to rest for a season, but now like suit up, let's go. And I reached out to a friend and I said, I don't know, maybe God's like calling me back into network marketing. And she was like, oh goodness, no, please don't, don't even. And so anyways, I prayed about it for a couple days and I reached out to a couple friends and I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just letting you know, like I'm thinking about it. I'm praying about it. Like, I'm, I'm wondering like, why is God still blessing me from this? And over a couple days, he said, I'm still blessing you from it because you were obedient and you trusted me. Not by your might, Heather, not by, not by your will, not by your strength, not by your hustle, but by your obedience. And so I share that with you because I see so many people and I, I ask the question in, in our community in Bloom Society, hey, what would it feel like if you didn't have to post on, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever you're on for the next two weeks? What would it mean to you? How would it feel if you didn't have the pressure to show up every day? to create content, to inspire and encourage and motivate and help everybody else? What would it feel like if you knew your business wouldn't crumble? What would that feel like? So many people said, oh, it would feel amazing, freedom. I need that, I need that. If that is you, I want to ask you then why are you not doing it? Or, you know, 
in addition to that, like, what does, ask God, what does rest mean to him for you? What does it mean? And so as I was coaching a client yesterday and we, you know, got to the point where she's like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Like I actually can enjoy my holidays. I can, I can bake with my kiddos and embrace them and sit on the floor and play with them. Literally after our call, she messaged me a couple hours later and said, hey, I just need to thank you for that call. I played with my kids for an hour on the floor and I haven't done that in so long. And it felt so good to have no pressure of anything else. So much I was like, sign me up. I want that. Sign me up. Because you know the reason I didn't rest, God actually whispered to me in November, hey, I, you know, rest in December. Because he, well, he whispered, he told me in October, November is a reset month for you. And as the end of the month was coming to a close, I was like, oh, I wonder what December has in store. Um, and I, I really felt like I was saying, you can rest. And I thought, well, I'm relaunching the Garden of Favor program only as a group mastermind, a group coaching slash mastermind program. And I have to fill those seats. I got to fill those seats. Who said? When you start saying stuff like I have to, I must, I should, I need to, I need you to take a step back and say, who said? I believe with all my heart, God is going to fill those seats with the right people. And yes, he does need me to show up when he asks me to. But if he is telling me to take a break, I need to take a break. I have been feeling stressed out with homeschooling and with like really hanging out with my kiddos with no pressure lately. And I have a couple things I'm working on the back end with my business that have been really stressing me out because I feel like I'm not, I just can't catch up. I can't catch up because I have so much to do and my mind's in 400 bazillion different directions. You should see the tabs on my computer right now. There's like 20 of them. I want to go just delete them all. I'm, I might do that right after this. That's actually one of my tips. Delete all the tabs on your top of your computer. Like delete them, shut off, reset. The things that you really need, you'll remember that you needed to do them. <laughs> but I want to I, I want to encourage you. If this is at all resonating with you, I want to invite you to join me and some other of our sisters online for the Jomo Challenge 2020. Jomo is the joy of missing out. The joy of missing out. The enemy wants you busy. He wants you distracted. He wants your plate too full. And really, some of us are full. We have full plates because we are putting more on the plate than we need to. God's like, I never asked you to carry that. I never asked you to do that. I never needed you to, to, to pick that up, to take that on. Put it down. If this is resonating with you. I want to invite you to join me. I don't know when, because again, I don't know, maybe for you, it'll be the last, the last week of the year. I don't know. I know that I'm probably going to implement this until God tells me otherwise every year. I want to take off the last two weeks of the year to really reset, to really allow the Lord to recharge, renew my strength, to adjust my sight, to adjust my heart back to his. So the, the definition of reset is to set again, to change the reading of, to adjust according to contractual arrangement as at the end of a preset term. God knit you together in your mother's womb. He had plans for you before you even existed. Problem is we sometimes take those plans and try to write our own or twist them or you know we just forget that we have books in heaven. And I believe that these next two weeks that he does want to do an amazing reset in so many of his daughters. And it's a time for adjusting us back according to the contractual arrangement as at the end of a preset. He wants to set us up again. 
He wants to set us up for what is ahead. He wants to renew, restore, refine. And that takes setting our own desires and, and, and our own wants and our own need to feel like we have to work for his worthiness and his love. Like, oh, well, are you going to join me? I'm going to take off. I'm going to delete my apps from my phone. Uh, I actually just worked out this way. I mean, God, God does this all the time. I have two calls tomorrow with um, clients and then I have potentially one call in between all of this but I have I ha all my new clients are starting in January I've got a number of one-on-one -on -one clients starting in January and so um, if that's you and you're interested because I do have a couple more spots for one-on-one -on -one clients uh, depending on how some of the calls go tomorrow but if that's you you can send me an email and I will get back to you in January God is not in a rush we are you're not going to miss out on anything God has for you if you are obedient to him. And he continues to teach me this truth over and over and over again. That rest is not lazy. Rest is actually biblical. I love in Genesis it says, By the seventh day God had finished the work that he had been doing. So on the seventh day he rested from all of his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work that he was the work of creating that he had done. We've been working really hard this year, trying to figure out what's ahead and preparing and really being control freaks, trying to control the future, which we don't have any control of. But I believe God wants to bless your 2021. So many of you, again, I can't speak for every single one of you, but whoever this is resonating with, right? I want you to pray about it and ask the Lord, what does rest look like for me for the remainder of 2020 and going into 2021? Like, it's not like, oh, we rest once and then we're ready to go for the rest of the year. God wants to give you rest. He does not want you stressed out. And so if this is resonating with you, I want to, invite you to join me in Jomo Challenge 2020. Delete your apps or app that he tells you. No pressure to show up and be and, and, and set yourself up and sow a ton of seeds now so that you can reap them in three months. No, God could. Have you read the feeding of the 5,000? Have you, have you seen what, have you read the miracles that Jesus did on earth? Have you read the miracles that God did in the, in the Old Testament? I don't know, but that's who I want to co-labor with. And I believe that 2021 is going to be a direct reflection of what we are sowing in the next couple of weeks. And I know I want to sow into my time with my Heavenly Father so that Jeremiah 33, 3, I want to come to him and I want him to tell me hidden things that I do not know. I want to receive kingdom strategy. I want to receive kingdom blueprints for what is ahead. And I know that's going to take me really getting rid of all of my former thoughts and things that other people have told me and, you know, and that I don't have to work harder for his love. I have to trust him deeper that he has good plans for me. And the same for you. He has good plans for you. God is not after your hustle. God is after your heart. And if you want to join me in Jomo Challenge 2020 to give him your heart for the next two weeks and experience Jomo, the joy of missing out on a whole other level that you have never experienced before, I cannot wait 
to reconnect with you in 2021 and hear all the things that God does. So with that being said, um, I'm signing off from social media. I am not signing off from a podcast because God said I didn't have to. And I feel like this is something that he really is encouraging me to continue to do over the next couple of weeks. But to me, this is like therapy and it's amazing. I love it. Uh, It's funny how I like it way more than going live on Facebook anymore. I can stay a little bit more focused, but um, you'll you'll still get some podcasts here over the next couple of weeks, uh, but then I will see you back on social in 2021, and I cannot wait to hear what joy you were able to experience in your time missing out on everything that the world has to offer and tells you that you need more of, and God saying, uh-uh, not you. I got better. Oh, Father, I thank you so much for showing me in my own life what it is to experience your joy of missing out. That, you know, in not getting what the world has to offer and experiencing what you have in return is so much sweeter and it's more long-lasting and it's so much better, God. I pray for the hearts that are listening to this, that, that you're tugging on their hearts. I pray that they're softened in a way that they say, yeah, I need that. I need that. I need to experience the joy of missing out. I need to spend more time with the Lord. I need to reset, renew. I need to unplug. I need to be restored for what is ahead in 2021 in this new year. God, I pray that you give them the trust and the strength and the and the willpower and just the confidence that they're not going to miss out on anything. In fact, they're going to get more because they're obedient, because we know that the blessings are always on the other side of obedience. God, thank you. Thank you for giving us rest. Thank you that your yoke is easy and that your burden is light and that you want to restore us. God, we love you and we thank you for what you have done in this year. We thank you for what you are continuing to do this year. We thank you for what has already happened in the supernatural that you are going to manifest in the natural. God, we are so excited to see what that is and we are ready and preparing for 2021 and what is ahead. We ask all of this in your precious and holy name. Amen.